0: Welcome back to another episode of a crazy little thing called Love Dev with your host Love Dev. Oh Today's episode is 78. Sticks and Stones. and welcome back to another episode of a crazy little bingo of dev yes guys it's been it's been a while since i've last seen ya. so why not do one on the anniversary of t- to 9 11 that's what i'm trying to say to you can't even get the words out happy anniversary for 9 11 to us it's eleven nine in the uk but in america it's they have it the other way around which is confusing at times. Like, if I buy a product off the internet, say some kind of software from my PC, and I look at the expiry date, and it will always, like, baffle me. Something like um, the 3rd of the 27th, 21. And I'm like, Huh? 27th month? We don't have a 27th month, do we? So I'm, like, literally trying to work it out how long when the actual expiry date is. Because <laughs> it's in the US format, format. can what am What is wrong with me? Format. Now, I like now, I sound like a proper American. I can't even pronounce the words properly. <laughs> only kidding, you Yanks. I love you all. Yeah. So, um, it is today is the anniversary. I was meant to be gigging tonight, and I was kind of looking forward to it. Seeing as the only um South Asian comedian on the lineup, I was going to do a little joke around, you know, being 9-11 and just saying, oh, fa- this thanks for thinking of me and, and getting, you know, an Indian, a bloke of colour on the stage. <laughs> but it never happened. It got cancelled. Apparently it was COVID-related. Yeah, probably was. I'm not going to say it isn't, but who knows? Yeah, so that's been going. I've been doing loads of other gigs in between. Which is why I've been so busy. I've actually been gigging nearly every weekend now, and um, this weekend has broken that. So I'm a little bit gutted, to be honest with you, because I'm after next week. I'm gigging every other weekend, whether it's just the one day or I'm doing the Friday or a Saturday. I'll class the Friday as a weekend. <laughs> So, yeah, um, that was the reason. That was one of the reasons I didn't get to record my podcast, because I was, you know, like I said, I was busy. But, yeah, I've I've, I've had fun. It's been a, a busy old week, to be, to be honest with you. I've been doing another job on the side. I know. <laughs> I think, I can't even remember if I told you guys, but I think I did. Uh, basically, because the schools are back now, so the kids here in the UK are back into school that started this week, um, gone Monday or Tuesday. Some of them start on various days. So because the kids have gone back to school, the government has decided to carry on with the lateral COVID test flow. So I thought, let me have a break from, you know, the hospital wards. And just, it's nice to have a little break, like I said, you know, nice to get away from your your permanent job, which is what I love I love about my job is because I'm not stuck in one place. I'm always moving around. So I was working in this school. It was a Roman Catholic school. Not where I live, not in Birmingham. It was at our sister's city, sister city, more like a cousin, Coventry. <laughs> yeah, we were down in Coventry, which is south of where we live. And It was all right. Yeah, it was all right, man you know obviously you have to get into the role and you're working with staff you've never worked before they're all new which i didn't mind yeah but i was doing all the i was i did all the jobs to do there apart from entering the data into the computer because there was just one person doing that and they decided to stay in that role but other than that i was guiding the kids in and out of the um the what can we call it it was in a library So we hijacked the library and we turned it into a COVID testing centre. And um, yeah, so I just guided them in saying, next, next, and then telling them what to do. Right, you don't need to put it... So now, because they've got new test kits as well, by the way. So the old ones were um, lateral flow tests where you take the sample and you put the liquid in and you've got to wait 30 minutes for the result. But now... As time has moved on and technology has improved, there's another one now. It looks like the old one, to be honest. <laughs> it's just a different manufacturer from guess where? Yeah, China. <laughs> Everything is from China. The gloves, the aprons, the the whole PPE kit, the mask, your face guard, probably what else, the the wipes. The sprays, mate, it's all from China. They're making a killing. <laughs> Literally. So, um, yeah, so, what was I same, Can't remember. So basically, yeah, the new test kits, they only take 15 minutes for the result to come in, right? So, yeah, I was just doing that. And um, look, it, was, it was hectic at times because the first day was boring because it was like an open day where kids can come in the week before and get a test done. And um, we had a few. I think there's about 80 or 90, which isn't a lot. And I wasn't there for very long, to be honest. I was there for six hours. Money wasn't bad. It was all right. It's more than what I get in my normal day job. But obviously, I've got to look at the cost of traveling to Coventry. Because it's a 30-minute drive. But to be honest, it wasn't that bad. If you got a diesel car, you're all right. Which, obviously, I've got. <laughs> so yeah um so the kit itself it was all right the 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 job was yeah it was um it was it was uh, interesting to be it was hectic like i was saying it was hectic we were doing at least oh an average of 200 children a day that's how many tests we had to do it was 200 kids little snotty kids oh my god talking about snotty kids like so, my main job, which I did majority of, was actually getting the samples, putting the liquid onto the lateral flow test, and then you know there's loads of other stuff in between, a bit boring, but it was nonstop. I felt like I was on a conveyor belt working on a factory line. There was just one after another, after another, after another, and me, like an idiot, I always forget to take my bottled water. So I would get thirsty. I would do two and a half hours straight of just doing that, and it was just mental. Kids were coming in and out, in and out. They'd, they'd, these kids, man, some of them I think I sinned about three or four times, the same faces. <laughs> a lot of the kids. We didn't do any of the teachers, which was weird, didn't it? So, yeah, like I, I said to this company, I hope they're not listening, but this agency that I signed up with, so I gave her my feedback before I started the job. I said, look, I used to do this job before, but obviously it was different because it was the public and it wasn't schools. But I said, you know, it's busy. You learn a few things. I said, I think we should at least start 30 minutes. Of an hour would be nice. But 30 minutes prior to us starting because I think we should take the test first before we, you know, we do it on the kids. Makes sense. Good idea, she said. I'll have a word with the comp- with the school. So then she got back to me and she went, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that's fine. If you can get there for half eight. And I was like, we're getting paid, yeah? And she was like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, you're getting paid. I was like, sound. So got there, first two, three days, yep, yeah, half eight, lovely jubbly. And then one of the workers said to me, you know you're not getting paid for this half an hour. And I said, what are you on about? He said, we're not getting paid. I said, I had a word with her." She said, no, you're getting paid from nine. I said, what's the point of us coming in at eight? and and we didn't even do the test <laughs> none of us did the pre-test. i was i even said to the person who was running the whole thing who was one of the teachers i don't know who he was it was someone from the school and i was like do we um do we have to uh, do the test as well because i think it's a good idea you know we're going to be around children and he was like no we don't need to do that that's what the government said i was like R- really <laughs> that i'll just find that really bizarre like what if I if I had COVID, for instance, and i there. There's me, you know, around other people, and I'm and I could pass it on to them. But now they don't care. <laughs> He's like, unless you got symptoms. I said, yeah, but <sighs> I don't even want to go into it. <laughs> Look at me, ten minutes. I've been rambling on about this this COVID lateral flow test, and I thought, yeah, quick plug done. No, thank you. Oh, my days. Well, it's been, it's been—it's like I said, it's been three weeks. But, um, yeah, the snot, oh, my God. I don't want to put anyone off. If you're eating, I apologise. But, you know, when you're doing the test, because it's in a liquid, right? I'm sure loads of you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes, or I don't even, oh, my God, I feel so good, Eddie. There's, you'll see, like, bits of stuff in the tube. Oh, mate. The worst one is blood. <laughs> You see bits of blood in the in the liquid that you put on the lateral flow thing. Absolutely vile. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. That's the reason I haven't been able to record an episode. I'll be I was meant to do one from the morning from today, and this is late, I'll be honest with you guys. Normally I'll go gym and I haven't even been gym. There's another thing. Go gym, come back, fresh, early in the morning, nine o'clock, bang on bang on to the uh pc let's record an episode i'm doing this i'm not gonna lie to you it's 20 to 9 p.m in the night why not <laughs> so it is a late one it is a late one and it's september the 11th for the uk people or 9 for you the us uh yeah so that's it really <laughs> so oh, i think we should help somebody out i feel like The world is in trouble because I haven't been around. You know, there's there's been no one out there to guide people out there of some kind of help or support. Whatever it is they need, some advice. It is the no stupid question time. Let's have a look. I should have a little intro music for this, shouldn't I? I mean, the weird news story's got one. (laughs) This one doesn't have one. Who knows? Maybe I'll I'll change the uh, theme next year. I'm still, we're still on season one, guys. We're still on season one. Can you believe that? There are no seasons; it just carries on. <laughs> Could be a good excuse, though. Season two, have a little break, probably a month, and then come back with a new new theme tune. But I do like the theme tune, and I'm sure you guys too. Right then, let's help someone. Stop messing around, love, Devon. Give somebody some help. Right here we go, folks. So this one's been posted by bp beggar hello bp beggar now it's the very very first question i've seen i'm not even gonna lie to you didn't even have to scroll down (laughs) it's kind of more of a question than an actual help well i guess that's what the topic is isn't it yeah so as was always mentioned it's reddit no stupid questions forum and the question that bp beggar has asked is in Asian countries, where you take off your shoes at the door, do visits bring their own inside shoes or does the homeowner provide them? <laughs> so I think what, this, what he's trying to say is, if you've gone to an Asian person's house, now we're talking about Asia as in general, like the, you know China, Japan, uh, Nepal, Pakistan, India, Sri Lanka, all all that side of the the world, right? The whole Asian continent. Now, it is a good thing to take your shoes off at the door. So when you walk into someone's house, it is nice to take off your shoes. I agree. Because you don't want to get the person's carpet dirty, first of all. I mean, a lot of people have got the laminate flooring now, but I've got carpet, so... (laughs) If you came in my house and took off your shoes, I would be impressed. But if you didn't, I wouldn't say anything. (laughs) Unless you said to me, oh, do you want me to set my shoes? I'll be like, yeah, 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 go on, make yourself at home. You're more comfortable anyway, aren't you? in your socks, you don't want to be walking around in your house with shoes. Anyway, the question he wants to know is, do people bring in inside shoes? Now, they're probably talking about slippers. Right? No, you don't need slippers, man. You've 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 took your your shoes off already, because you're defeating the object. I mean, the other pair of shoes you might have might be clean, yeah, but you really don't need to wear them (laughs) unless the flooring's cold and it's the winter time. Then go ahead. But I know in culture, like the Chinese Chinese people, Oriental, shall I say. If you go into a Chinese person's house, you have to take off the, your shoes. I remember going to visit a house uh, before I bought the one that we live in, and it was up for sale. It wasn't too far from where I am, to be honest. And it was actually owned by a Chinese couple, an older Chinese couple. I did go in to visit the house, and they, they, they even said to me, they said, can you take your shoes off? And I said, yeah, of course. It's respect. And she said, "Yep, yeah, you know our culture. I said it's similar to ours. Don't worry, bab. Because <laughs> if you go into a, a South Asian an Indian Pakistani house, it is, you know, you should take your shoes off, like I was saying. But uh, funny enough, I was talking about this to one of the workers back at the um, COVID testing job at the school. And she was saying, oh, she, she was telling me about she doesn't allow anyone in our house with, with shoes on. She says, I make people take them off. <laughs> she said, "I'm oh, very OCD. Uh, she likes a clean environment, and she can't stand having, you know, shoes in the house. She said, even her own kids don't wear shoes in the house. Even upstairs in the bedroom. As soon as they come into the the landing, there's a there's a shoe rack there, and that's it. Take them off. That's where they go. Yeah. So, and he he asks do homeowners provide inside shoes? No, not really." Oh, another thing. If you go in a temple, a mosque or a temple, you have to take off your shoes. It's it's the rules. So I'm guessing that's probably where it comes from. Thinking about it now. So when you go and visit a, a gurdwara or a, a Hindu temple or a mosque, you have to take off your shoes. But I know in a mosque, um, Islamic people have to wash their feet and hands. So they have to make sure they're clean, which is good. I like that. And you can't have shoes. we can't. Yeah, you can wear your socks in. That's fine. So yeah, uh, so I'm guessing that's where it comes from. Now in the in the Chinese, Asian, uh, Oriental, uh, is that the right word? <laughs> Japanese cultures, it's probably come from that as well. I'm not. I mean, I don't really know much about what their following is. I know some of them do. Like people from Thailand, obviously are Hindu as well, a little bit. They believe in some of the same gods. So maybe it's the same there because they go to the temples. They don't wear their shoes. So it probably comes from that. You know, I don't know, man. (laughs) But I'd like to know what other people have commented on this forum. Because it's a very good question. Now, someone has put homeowners provide them. We have guest slippers. Interesting. Another one said, it's considered rude to wear socks or go barefoot instead of wearing the slippers. Right, okay. It depends on the occasion. If you're going to a friend's house, it should be all right. But if it's for something more formal, it's best to wear slippers for a good equity. <laughs> I love dress socks. They make them in bright, colourful patterns, like ties Oh my wears then, by the way. Like, you know how she's obsessed with all the anime stuff. She's got these, like, proper long socks. They'll go up to her knees uh, and they've got stripes on it. (laughs) I don't know, mate. (laughs) (laughs) So she'd be happy to show them off, I'm guessing. Yeah, there you go then. I hope that's answered your question. I've just... I don't know if you heard that little bleep, but I've had an invite to play my Xbox and I'm a bit busy at the moment, lads. Because the lads know... We'll talk about that in a minute. Oh yeah, we'll talk about it now. So the lads know that i'm glad out of the way it just come into the conversation because it was it's what i was going to talk about anyway so <laughs> so yeah the lads know that i'm normally online at this time of the night so i always have a couple of games on the call of duty i know some of you are probably getting bored of this you're listening to this but i've got a few interesting friends on the old xbox right and you know they're all from different parts of the world I've got the US, Canada. I've got a mate who lives in Amsterdam, but he's originally from uh, Morocco. I've got some French players. Oh, mate, that's my phone reminding me to play the Xbox. (laughs) I'm busy, mate. I'm busy. Uh, Yeah, so now there's this one gamer who, when he first come online, right, like you know, he's having a chat. I think he's somewhere from Tennessee, I believe, somewhere around there, playing the game, playing the Xbox, bang, 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 trying to kill people. And the next thing you know, in the background on his headset, I heard, <coughs> check out set line one, check out set line one. And I was like, I ignored it. So I carried on playing. Then I heard, <coughs> Barry onto the butcher section, please. Bury onto the butcher section, please in American accent, <laughs> I was like, mate, where are you right now? And he goes, I'm in a store. And I was like, what? He goes, I'm in a I'm in a store, like grocery store. And I was like, a deli store. And he went, yeah, 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 I'm in a deli store. I said, that's weird, man. I said, I, f- I could hear the tunnel in the background. He goes, yeah, I know. And I was like, I was thinking, shouldn't he be working then? Like, he's playing on his xbox at work <laughs> and he's like no i'm the manager i was like wow you're the manager of a store right and your workers are out there working hard trying to earn some money probably to save up for christmas so they can get their kids a playstation or an xbox or a nintendo switch and there's you in the office playing the new video games <laughs> <laughs> It's the most bizarre thing ever. But the funniest one, right, which is what I wanted to talk about, was the only the other day I was playing uh, with him. And in the background, all heard us. Bah, 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 I said, <laughs> I go, you got livestock in your store? He said, yeah, we got livestock. <laughs> Customers like their chicken fresh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh, man. It's so funny. Sometimes you'll hear couples fighting as well. <laughs> it's always no offense to any of my gamer mates. They don't even know I do this. I don't tell them. It's weird, isn't it? Like, I've never told any of them that I've got a podcast. I do stand-up comedy. Um, I just play, and we just chat about normal things. It's like a, It's like getting away, actually, from the real world a little bit. I think that's the reason why we have gamers. But, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of couples from London, Kent, Essex Way, <laughs> always fighting with each other. <laughs> like some of, I, I used to play with this one dude, and um, him and his missus, oh, my God, they would shout at each other, and, you know, they would swear at each other as well, and they'd have proper rows. And he would start, like, the bloke would start putting his missus down, calling her an idiot and stuff like that. And then it'd be really rude to her, like, but saying it to us, but it's it's for her. And I'm like, wow, that is... If I did that right, if I did that to my old Sheila, she would... I'll, I'll tell you one thing, and I know she would do it. She would disconnect the Xbox and she throw it out the window. <laughs> She wouldn't stand for any of that stuff. And I'm not saying that she's weak, whoever that woman is, but I do feel bad and I'm I'm sure I said to him once, mate, you can't say that. It's like, oh no, no, she's like that. She's she's a you know bleep bleep bleep, and I'm like, oh god. (laughs) So that's what I've been doing. God, absolutely crazy. Should we do a weird news story now? I think we should we need to calm down the situation. Can you imagine the amount of weird news stories I've missed as well? Oh my god! I'm gonna. I, I need to come back and do this weekly, and um, I need to know what you guys think. No one has rated this podcast yet, so that that would be lovely if you could do that. If you if you're listening on a different, um, what what, what do you call them? Things different player, not Apple or anything. Just go onto the Apple and look for this podcast. And then leave a comment. <laughs> Give it a five stars as well. That would be really sweet. Yeah, we'll do a weird news story in a, in a minute. But I've just remembered there's something that I wanted to mention. Like I've I've done loads of gigs. I don't want to talk about them all, but they've been amazing. They've been great. And I did one gig up in Wales. Uh, and I've only had this mentioned to me the third time, this is the third time somebody come up to me after my set and I'm not going to tell you what they said and it wasn't bad, it was nothing negative, it was something positive and I've always like, like, you know when you know something about yourself and there's a reason why you don't do a certain thing for a certain way and he said to me blah 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 and I went, <laughs> I don't know what you're all thinking. What the hell did he say to you? He basically told me something that I've always thought um, that I do differently to other comics. Not not, like we all do jokes, but there's just one little thing. And he he noticed it. And then he he came up to me and he said, I really respect that. And I was like, mate. Thank you. That's the best thing I've heard in like in a long time. And I said it's really nice to hear that because you've noticed it. And I said, not many people will come up to me and say that. I said, you're the third person to say that to me. And in a space of in a space of over the time that I've started comedy, if you know what I mean. And which was really nice. So yeah, I wanted to mention that, but it was probably pointless because I didn't tell you what he said. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Yeah, let's do uh, a weird news story. Yeah, we're going to do that right now. So here it is. There's so many stories I want to do. There's loads. Okay, this one comes all the way from the USA. And the story is... How did artifacts thousands of years old turn up in a Mississippi alligator's stomach? <laughs> Miss Jackson. Sorry, Miss Jackson. I is for real. Na-na-na-na. Okay, this is her name, Miss Jackson. <laughs> what does a 750 pound alligator eat? Well, just about anything it wants. But items found in this particular Mississippi alligator stomach defy the odds and date back thousands of years. Shane Smith, shout out to Shane Smith, is the owner of the Red Antler Processing in the Yazoo City, Mississippi. Said he was examining contents of a 13 foot, five inch alligator that weighed 750 pounds and discovered two unusual objects. One he couldn't identify, but the other was clearly a broken stone arrowhead. (laughs) The find was so unexpected, he almost didn't let the news out. At first I thought, I'm not posting this on Facebook because no one's going to believe me, said Mr. Smith. Then he had second thoughts. This is too cool not to post on Facebook, he said. This has probably never ever happened before we got to post this. <laughs> dog tags in alligator stomach. The story first began to unfold in April when a wild game processor in South Carolina reported opening the stomach of an alligator and finding unusual items. Smith read it and was skeptical. The curiosity struck me when I saw a post online about someone finding dog tags in an alligator stomach. <laughs> oh, God. You know what's happened to that dog, innit? (laughs) Shouldn't even be laughing. To satisfy that curiosity, Smith decided to examine the contents of the larger alligators he processed. So the first one was a 13-foot, 2-inch, 787-pound gator, which was taken from Columbia in Mississippi. He said, We found a bullet in it, and it had not been fired from a gun. Smith said, I don't know how it got in there. <laughs> so hang on a minute. Are they saying, did they capture these alligators, kill them, and then open their stomachs to see what's inside? I think that's what this guy does. We found a bullet in it. Oh, yeah, I've read that bit. The second alligator he opened, which was harvested at Eagle Lake, which was located 50 miles northwest of Vicksburg on the Mississippi and Louisiana border contained many of the things the first did, so it in- had bones in it, hair, feathers, and stones. Then something else caught his eye—a <laughs> a fine light. No, what that it says, yeah. Everybody was standing around like I was opening a Christmas present. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's what they do at Christmas. Instead of putting Christmas presents all around the tree. There's just dead alligators everywhere. <laughs> It'd be croxing day, wouldn't it? Way! You get it? So the boxing day would be cro okay, forget it. So I looked over and saw a rock with a different tint to it. It was an arrowhead. Okay. So you know those arrowheads that you find in the Prehistoric days, which is probably attached to a stick or something. He's actually found, I can see a picture of it. So it's a proper arrowhead. Yeah, it looks like a spear. (laughs) Smith said he was dumbfounded. It was just disbelief. There's just no way he had an arrowhead. Your first thought is, did he eat a Native American? Or did a Native American shoot it in his stomach? (laughs) That is hilarious, isn't it? you probably had a red Indian. Smith knew that wasn't the case, though. My best hypnosis is wherever he scooped up the other rocks. He got that Native American point, Smith said. We joked about it and said I'm probably the only person on Earth to pull out an arrowhead Out of an alligator's stomach. (laughs) Uh So James Starnes, the Director of Surface Geology and Surface Mapping of the Mississippi Department of Environmental Quality, sounds like a very important job, examined a photograph of the point. He estimated it might have been about 5,000 to 6,000 BC. Wow, that is old, isn't it? That's caveman days, probably. That is the latter part of the early, uh, archic and early part of the middle archic periods. Stan said, how the base is made is a real telltale in estimating the time period. Maybe that, maybe the, well, the alligators are dinosaurs, aren't they? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe he lived 5,000, 6,000 years. BC. He was probably born then, that alligator. (laughs) Starnes also noted the object is not an arrowhead. It's a point used on an early weapon that launches a spear using a second piece of wood with a cup on one end, which acts as a lever to increase velocity. That's an An atalatal dart point. (laughs) People think all heads are arrowheads, but those would be the little bitty points. As bizarre as the find was, it was about to get even stranger. Oh, here we go, folks. Get your hot coppers ready. <laughs> Smith found a heavy tear-shaped object, which is roughly one and a half inches in length. Both he and the hunter, who was permitted to harvest the alligator, thought it was something more modern, a lead weight used for fishing. It's heavy like lead. Hamilton said. It looks like it's got two holes in it, but they didn't go through it. It's got a little hole and a bigger hole on top. I guess it goes in and comes back out. (laughs) What are you talking about, mate? Stan said it is known as a plummet and dates back to the late Archaic period. So that's about 17,000 BC. The the weight is accounted for because it's made of hermamites which is an iron oxide traded between early groups and shrines when polished. Stan said what purpose plummets served is unknown. The plummets, we really have no idea what were they used for, Stan said. These things had significance, but we have no idea. We can only guess. So, how did these ancient objects get into the alligator's belly? This is what we all want to know. Ricky Flint, shout out to Ricky Flint, Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks Alligator Program Coordinator, has explained very hard objects. Typically stones aid the reptiles in digestion. So, alligators, like other animals, such as birds and other reptiles, are known for ingesting grit and rocks. Right, so they... Oh, okay. So birds and alligators, and probably snakes and lizards, sometimes they would swallow rocks to help them digest food there you go i didn't know that (laughs) i know cats and dogs like to eat grass don't they to help them digest the food and then the vomit that's horrible we know alligators and crocodiles do that however alligators differ from fowls such as chickens and ducks those animals have gizzards and the grit and sand is stored there to help grind seeds and grains as they consume Alligators don't have gizzards and the stones go up into the stomach. Sticks, wood, things that can't digest get into their stomach and probably stay there. He said, I found a piece of cypress, cypress, I don't know what that is, in an alligator stomach that was 15 inches long. I'm guessing it was a stick. (laughs) There you go. That was today's weird news story. I hope you enjoy that one. So it's basically about an, about finding stuff in alligators. That must be a great job he's got, though. I mean, there's a picture of him with one of the alligators. It's him, and it, the alligator has been lifted up by a forklift truck, and he's standing behind it with three other looking dudes, and the alligator looks massive. So that's their job. They literally just cut up the stomach to see what they can find. <laughs> Next, they're going to say they found gold. I wouldn't be surprised if they said they actually found gold out of an alligator's (laughs) stomach. There you have it. That was today's weird news story. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Apologies again for bringing out the the episode really late. I know some of you probably missed me. Yeah, I'll be back soon then. Hopefully not too long because I'd like to do another one. Who knows? So do remember... If you're going into uh, an Asian's house, take off your shoes. (laughs) And if you find a dead animal, try and cut its stomach open. You might find something. (laughs) All right, then. I'll see you folks later. Take it easy.